Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter, seven, chapter 5, beginning at the 17th verse. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the, or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words that flow from my mouth be inspired by your Holy Spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is, I think, a relatively known uh, passage uh, in Matthew's Gospel. Um, the, I think it is, uh, the King James Version uses the expression a dot or a tittle. Uh, not a dot or a tittle uh, will, uh, will pass away, uh, which does actually come, might not be the King James actually. Forgive me for not knowing my translations as much as I should, but, um, but that is the, the actual literal translation is that uh, the little dots and the, the, uh, um, the squiggles over the, the letters of, of of, of Hebrew or Aramaic um, wouldn't go away. Um, that's, that's the pretense of, of that little uh, verse. Um, and I think I have preached on, on that aspect a number of times before. One of the things that I think um, stood out uh, to me today um, uh, was uh, the way that uh, Jesus describes his action of fulfilling. I must admit, I like a good list. Writing down what I have to do and then crossing it off. Uh, there is nothing more satisfying at the end of the day when you look at your notebook and, uh, or an electronic version of a to-do list and there's nothing on it. It's all gone. I can't remember the last time that that actually happened to me, but it is a satisfying experience. I love having that sense of fulfilling, completion. It's done, I can move on. But as I was reflecting on that um, overnight, um, I became acutely aware that as a child of God, as a follower of Jesus, that I am always going to be on his to-do list. I'm always a work in progress. In fact, all of us are works in progress. There is that quite common expression that I'm sure that you've heard people say, perhaps even say of you. Oh, they're, they're a good man or they're a good woman. They've lived a good life. They've, they've always done right by everyone. And I think that um, perhaps was 
part of the culture in which Jesus was speaking to, you get that, that sense that particularly uh, in the religious elite, that by following uh, the good, goodness um, instructed by the many, many, many laws uh, that were imposed on cultural life and religious life at the time, that doing the right thing was enough. You did it, everything was complete. And I think there is a sense of completion in that phrase. Well, they're a good man. They're a good woman. That's it. They're done. But I think within each of us is that potentiality or that awareness, if we're honest with ourselves, that there is always something falling short. There is always something we could do better. Uh, there is always something wrong. Uh, there's always something could happen in the next moment that we need to say sorry for. And um, we've been uh, powerfully made aware, even though I haven't watched uh, the whole uh, interview. Uh, my wife asked us to record it so we can watch it at some point. That even though people perceive a person is going through a happy time, that they might not be. Behind the scenes, there could be darkness and, and wrestling. I started to think about that idea that, that because I'm never going to be crossed off Jesus' to-do list, because each one of us is always a work in progress, how much must that relate to what Jesus came to do? Because we are told in other parts of Scripture that, that we are the ones who are to carry out the mission of Jesus Christ. At the end of this Gospel, um, Jesus looks plainly at the, um, the disciples and says, well, out you go. Go therefore and get busy. When I um, am asked to summarise uh, the law and what, was, what, what, what is it all about, I come back, always come back to that expression covenant, which had a sense in, in Hebrew culture of relationship. It was relational law. And if you break down um, the Ten Commandments, it was all about living well with each other. But we've just summarised the relational law as we've begun this service. You might, I'll bring it back up on the screen for those of you can, who can see it. Starting with the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Jesus said, this is the great and first commandment, law, covenant. And a second is like it. If you shall love, you, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. So to say that we're complete, that we're good and so that's good enough, is to say that we've got that right. But I don't know about you, when I'm confronted by those words at the beginning of each of our services, um, it humbles me because I know I think more often of myself than I do of God and of others. And so 
This is a powerful reminder that I have to keep working on it. But more than that, it's a powerful reminder that I can only be complete with Jesus. Because Jesus has come to fulfill that awareness that he has, I'm sure, as he looks at a person like me, and I'm sure regularly shakes his head um, in whatever way that works um, in heaven, as the Holy Spirit is constantly being frustrated of, of my inaction or my action in the wrong areas. As the Holy Spirit continues to nudge me of my incompletion, I'm starting to become aware of what it's really all about. That my life can only be fulfilled with an awareness of what Jesus has come to do. Because he came to fulfill, not me. I came to love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind and all my strength and to love my neighbour as myself. But I can only do that if Jesus is with me. I can't do it on my own. And I do think that that is actually a really powerful witness for us in the church to give our friends and family who may not regularly go to church or may, may not believe one dot or tittle of what we believe. Regularly saying that, well, I know I'm not a good person all the time. I try, but I can only be fulfilled because I love Jesus and Jesus is with me. Because Jesus was the one who came to fulfill. I think that is exactly what Jesus is saying in those final verses. By those who keep the commands and those who don't. Because if the message that the people outside the church get is all you need to do is to be a good person they've missed the point I think or if all you need to do is follow the rules rigidly and turn up at eight o'clock on a Wednesday morning and go to the best service of the week then they've missed the point if all they need to do as the scribes and Pharisees did of that day was to interpret the law in a way that worked for them so they could say externally, look, I'm a good person, I follow the rules. It's kind of a little bit like saying, yeah, I follow the law, except when it comes to speeding, because everybody does that. They've missed the point. But for us to be able to recognise our own incompleteness, is to give space for Jesus to complete the work that we were called to do in and through him. Yes, we're always going to stay on the to-do list. But I don't think Jesus looks at a to-do list in the same way that I look at a to-do list. Crossed off, move on. Jesus looks at each one of us with deep love, and care 
and celebrates when we get to that awareness that we're doing it in and through his strength. Weeps when we get it wrong, but doesn't move away. My prayer this morning is that we would be aware that we are being fulfilled and on and continue on this amazing journey that we have begun knowing that it's not about passing a test it's not about getting it right or being called out when we get it wrong it's about giving jesus the ability to allow our lives to be fulfilled in relationship with him and as we do that as we show and share that because that's who we are becoming i pray that others might be aware that this life is not about a checklist or a bucket list. It's about relationship. That is God's law. And that law will not change. Amen.